0: Hello folks And welcome back to the Fresh Faced Film Bro Um, Bit of a hiatus for us So uh, our apologies But um, you know Around this time of year, this time of the semester in the fall, things get a little busy, and all three of us are students. We have uh, duties, whether that be through um, just school or extracurricular. So we've been a uh, we've been doing a lot of other things besides keeping up with this podcast. But um, I'm thrilled to be back with my two co-hosts, um, and today we've got. Um,
1: we squeezed in a big one before the hiatus. It was we one did. we had to think on for a while. We yes, did, yeah.
0: and this is <laughs> this is one that um, what well, the reception we, is yeah. a little mixed.
2: We have some differences of opinion, and so which is um, always good yeah. So when you I'm have a podcast, just,
0: It's gonna be fun. We're all different. Uh, I feel uh, like. to preview Make a I point. think you can you can expect some some excellent discourse and maybe oh some a little bit of raised voices. So some blood's gonna boil, um, A lot folks. Of gla-
1: shattered glass.
0: We're talking about we're talking about one of the premier American auteurs working today. Um, Mason, I'll I'll let you do the <laughs> intro. You got this better Go. than I do.
2: 2011's "The Tree of Life" by Terrence Malick.
0: Oh, I was I was I was I was setting you up for the Terrence Malick okay. intro. So Terrence Malick. No, no, no. Let's walk it back. Okay. You gotta you gotta give him his accolades okay. first before you say the name. The let's practice. Wait,
2: okay, let me think about this. The greatest living director, definitely. See, here
0: we go. Here we go. No, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, no. It, no, oh, no, no. Hey, it here we has go. just
2: started. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it has just started. The greatest living director. Um, probably the third, second, or third best American director ever. What? He's not even done yet. <laughs>
0: the glazing is
2: crazy. See, I've seen all, <laughs> top three. I've seen all but one of his films. And he he doesn't have a bad one. I'll just say it like that. So, but this specifically, this is his magnum opus, in my opinion, so. folks.
0: The Tree of Life. Yes. Sir. <laughs> mm. So, uh, Mason, why don't you just talk about your your first experience watching this? And <clears throat> okay. because this, yeah, this wasn't an initial viewing for all of us. This was a recommendation mm-hmm. by Mason. Yes. And this. Had been in, uh, down the pipeline. we This has been on the roster for a minute, mm-hmm. so it yeah, was a long is, time coming.
2: This is now in my top ten films of all time, um, which is like top one percent, basically. And I watched it for the first time in June, and i I've heard I'd heard that it, it was very religious and spiritual, and it was like a technical like masterpiece and stuff. And I heard it being compared to 2001 a lot, and I was like, oh, "How good can it be?" And then I watched it, and I was just blown away. I didn't really, I didn't really know what anything meant. I didn't really have any grasp on the narrative or the story, or really what was going on. I was still confused a little bit about the sequence of things, but I think I've seen it. I think this is my third or fourth time, and it just gets better every time. So. Hmm.
0: Would you say that this is better than 2001? No.
2: Okay. No, definitely not. All right, I don't want to go that far. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm not a madman. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 2001 might be my number one all time. If Still, it's not Stalker.
0: You know, oh Stalker. I didn't realize Stalker was that high for you.
2: Yeah, Stalker is my number one all time, and then mm. 2001. Okay, they kind of flip flopped.
0: Okay. Flip-flopped, okay. But, yeah. yeah. See, there's so many good movies that we haven't reviewed yet. Yeah, <laughs> man, so many good ones. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we watched Tree of Life last Sunday. So a week from yesterday, and we've had a little time to sit on it's it. A little bit, yeah. Um,
2: I okay. guess we I can w- just. I, w- I want to hear your all imp- like thoughts and impressions. Just my
0: impressions, okay? Yeah, just off the cuff. Let me let me let me go,
1: Jacob first. Okay. See, this is where the differences of opinion start <laughs> start to show up. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Tree of Life had um, interested me for a while. I've been aware of the films. Status and stature, and my dad owned the movie, so I actually like have that copy with me. But Mason was really eager to watch it, so of course I was very much I'm um, excited to watch it. And there's a lot about the Tree of Life that I love, and I should like clarify that I'm still like somewhat positive towards it. It's just that it is a such a monumental piece of art. I don't know if I'm fully able to like. I was not able to get a good grasp on it and Mm -hmm. like not in like a great way i struggle to call trio life a movie like a typical movie like it's a movie it really is just a vine compilation it kind of is a vine compilation if you really think about it (laughs) mason's like sing singing (laughs) singing through the couch and cringe But but like it's you know uh, it's a non-linear story and not in terms of like a pulp fiction where there's like a story like a very clear story that's just like told out of order this story is just not is not a being told necessarily they are just little windows into this person's life and them reflecting on their childhood and their relationship with their dad and to extent the meaning of life i'm going to hits you with a quick rebuttal and this is not
0: this isn't necessarily my own personal belief but uh what'd you give oppenheimer again five out of five would you would you consider the the techniques within that film to be non-linear uh the storytelling techniques within that film to be non-linear yeah but i mean
2: Yeah. yeah i'd say I'm that's not it is in, in i'd say that's a, defense, it I'd is say, a little bit of no, a different way i'd say it's,
0: that's it's, about it's, the closest I mean, to tree of life that i can think of i mean it not it may be memento but not of, really of, no yeah. not i don't know i feel like with. i'd the, say oppenheimer just, and tree of life are pretty similar in how they tell their story uh, actually yeah
2: structure wise yeah. yeah yeah it's just yeah it's just, they
1: are but there's just like i mean execution's a whole different thing though exactly yeah um yeah i know the the presentation like is pretty similar yeah. Like yeah, and how they like, is, like yeah. where they like where both of those movies start, but like, mm. but then everything I, the, else. When, like, when I when I refer to the to when I refer to like the story of Tree of Life, I'm not necessarily referring to like what those order of events are. Mm. I may mean, maybe just mean like the actual like narrative between mm-hmm. the son and the father, yeah. because there's not much you learn or like take in. You're watching yep. a lot, you're like a fly on the wall, mm-hmm. watching okay. a lot of this happen. I'm with Jacob on that and one, actually. For, okay. And for me, when this movie is like two and a half hours long, and a lot of it is it, just a lot of still imagery, Minecraft. which is, yeah, <laughs> a lot okay. of it is, we haven't even gotten to the uh, the, the whole dinosaur, um, aquarium, the IMAX time. Se- sequence, yeah. if you know, you know, yeah. um, there's... <laughs> I don't know. I respect a lot about Tree of Life. I think it's. I think it is a technical marvel. I think the score and soundtrack selection is so well used, but the story was nothing for me to really um, latch into. And I feel like maybe once I'm in an older stage of life, this is something that could really hit home. But for now, I'm left scratching my head and kind of saying why (laughs) yeah ethan
0: honestly there's not there's not too much that i have to say following jacob's analysis i think that was I, i agree with most of what he said i think my biggest problems with the tree of life first of all before problems i gotta give it its due mason said that this is the most visually striking film of the twentieth century, I twenty dis- first uh, century, excuse me, it's twenty twenty three. Um, I disagree. I think there are plenty of, not plenty, but I think there are m- at least a few better looking films that have come out in the last twenty three years. However, I would say it's it's in the highest tier. It looks it looks fantastic, especially for its time. Aside from the um the the CG dinosaur, um, I I think it. It looks great and the direction and cinematography is very good um i a lot of the movie does work i just i feel like you you can't i mean it's almost a fact that the movie is convoluted it is biting off so much it is trying to do so much and it sacrifices it sacrifices itself narratively because it tries to.
1: You're like put in the perspective of this guy who's yeah. like reflecting on his on his life, and like, I mean, but the movie's you, told like how you would remember something, and you're not going to remember all the details. But you
0: you miss well, yeah. yeah but that, you miss yeah. opportunities for character.
1: No, I agree with growth you. I'm and just, depth
0: when you take a 40 minute hiatus for Blue Planet Two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's I think that was uh, a very interesting risk to take, um, but I'm not sure if it was. I don't know. It just it didn't affect me. For you, it was a weird a detour. Super. Yeah, it, it was at. a little. Stri- I well, think let- it's really neat. It's just it felt a little clunky to tie it back in. Yeah. It. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. the the film. Just kind of feels clunky
1: because you do start off with like sort of the main like grief that happens in the film Mm -hmm. which you know we're we're gonna go ahead and just like start with the story but like this guy's when during his childhood his brother dies Mm -hmm. and he's the movie well he's an adolescent at this point he's yeah he's an adolescent at this point his brother dies and there's like some scenes with the mom and the mom and the dad that are really good and um
0: to be clear we are well we assume he has died
2: in service right or, no. uh, there's conflicting opinions about okay that. so see we don't it's even either know service or car crash those are the yeah. two most popular so we don't know we how don't know. We, Yeah, yeah you, it's you literally know. not
0: elaborated on yeah, do, not much time know. is spent on the fact
1: and it jumps forward like a certain amount of years and he's an adult yes um working in the city and it's the anniversary of his brothers it's this is like his brother's birthday or his brother's death it's not really mm-hmm. it's you don't really... Just a hard day for him. Yeah, like, hard day for him, and he lights a can- candle in his memory, and he's at work, and he's just super um, sort of going through the motions mm-hmm. and out of it and depressed, and he calls his dad on the phone, and you sort of hear snippets of their conversation. And is it when he's, like, descending the elevator, then
2: it jumps back to the beginning of time, or is it... I'm trying to... Uh, it's, it's a little bit confusing, but I think... Uh, in in terms of structure and form, I think it, it's very important to realize that it's very impressionistic. It's very transi- transcendental, and it's not. It's it's more of a poem, and it's more of a like realistic memory of things that happened. We cut from so when when we see the grown up mm-hmm. uh, Jack, yeah, he's talking to the client, and we cut to his childhood.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: After we see him grown up. we We cut cut back back and he's in that chair
0: to be clear i think how the story is told through jack's character the the um the sequence of that works really well for me i think it's great
2: i'm just saying because you were saying that there there's things that are convoluted and there's like i think when you tie everything in it's it's clunky i'm
0: not saying the switch between present past i mean present jack and past jack i think that works very i think it's very effective okay
2: so what what's the clunky part is it just the creation or is it
0: i think it's tying into creation with the uh idea of like the beyond and how um time isn't linear and it's just like ever existing and um you see your your relatives at every age there, and you've always been there, and you know like it's just well it's what I was, think it's I think it's very neat and it's very uh, moving, but
1: that part looked crazy
0: it, yeah, it was just like i to think that everything within that film exists within the same universe is like it's just it feels like it's biting off too much.
2: I think that's kind of the point.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. And
2: I know that might be like a cop-out answer, but yeah. wh- what I was going to say was the important thing to realize that when we see him growing up and his childhood is that's basically all of... That's Jack reminiscing on everything that's happened. Okay, how about this? So so everything that we see is not necessarily what happened. Mm-hmm. It's also an important thing to... It's so like an unreliable narrator type yes, thing? Yes, okay. in, in certain situations. No,
0: I will say... And I, I think I, I'm just realizing this as I'm thinking thing. about it. I think the creation scene and the scenes of like, like the afterlife, and 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 scenes similar to those that that are sort of um, a detour from like the narrative. I think those are the most. Those are the most. Those are the scenes that leave the biggest impression on me after the film and i think those are the most well done i think my issues largely lie within how the narrative is told even though i don't i don't think it's particularly weak i just think it my problems are that well it doesn't feel sufficiently developed but well the thing is what
2: narrative is told that that we're all going back to what is the movie about like what is like like to say something like, "Oh, this character wasn't developed well in this movie." Mm. I don't think that applies to this movie in any way because it's it's a realistic story. It's Malik documenting his life. I don't know if like Malik lost a a brother. He had two brothers. Mm. He lost a brother at nineteen that committed suicide, mm. <laughs> and he grew he grew up in Texas. It, it's literally just Malik's life. So I feel like when you start to put kind of narrative. Like, if you, like, pigeonhole it into narrative techniques, Mm -hmm. it's just not going to apply. If that makes sense.
1: Well, you're just not going to, like, find an answer, maybe. Like what you're saying. Yeah. You're just going to, like, yeah.
2: It's just, it's autobiographical to the point of, like, so if you were to say, I don't like how the father acts, I don't like why there's no focus on the other brothers, I don't like the voiceover, stuff like this, I think that's just kind of silly to think about in in a way like for this movie. But you know? that's
0: basically encompassing everything within the film. So then that doesn't leave you any room to critique anything. Do you know what I mean? If you start putting on like if you start putting caveats on like, oh this is autobiographical. Oh, this is like yes to an extent, but also it is it is a a creative body of work that is subject to um Slight. I mean, tweaks in in not a, almost every adaptation of an autobiography is going to have some creative liberty taken, right? Yes. And so I think that applies to Tree of Life, and I'm sure that Malick did. Mm-hmm. Um. My point is that just because it's based on a true story doesn't mean it's void of criticism. No, within its I'm narrative. not. I'm not saying okay, that okay. at okay.
2: all. I'm just saying it. It seemed like you you all were kind of like uh, almost. I, it feels like you all have a real problem with grasping the narrative.
0: Oh, no, I understand it
1: just fine. Okay. I just think it's not Well, not, not, not understanding,
2: strong. but just, like, yeah, the strength of it.
1: Yeah, I understand it, but it's just so... It's so loose. Yeah, it's and just... And, like, in fragments to the point where I'm... I feel like I'm just, like, sort of sitting there, like, tapping my... Well, tapping my toe. But, see,
2: that's what, that's what I'm trying... Other than the creation sequence in the end, obviously, what I'm trying to say is it's a loose story and it's in fragments because it's basically it's basically just memories
0: i think if there's a more compelling protagonist and we kept the 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 structure of like the transcendental stuff this film would be leagues better what what do you mean like, you, like like elaborate. A like bit, you keep cause... the afterlife, you keep the creation sequence, and you give us like a, a like a story. Not not to say that Malik's life. I'm not trying to invalidate his experience. But if if there was a richer narrative, I think this film would be like excellent. But the reality is that I just don't like Jack's. I mean, it's interesting. There are a lot of great scenes to watch about him growing up, him being with his siblings. There's a lot of sweet moments that like I could relate to as someone. He was
1: likable until he tied a frog to a rocket. Yeah, and then
0: <laughs> shot it. I don't know, and I just yeah, I didn't love Brad Pitt's character. I understand. I'll let you talk about like what that symbolizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a second, I mean, uh, but
2: there's a lot to go. Do we want to go into that or yeah, yeah, because yeah. the creation segment comes first, and we can talk about that. But okay, if we yeah. want to talk about what do we want to do? Sure, let's talk. Well,
0: let's talk about um, his parents, just because we're on the topic. Okay,
2: so I think so. This this is said in the beginning the kind of Jessica Chastain talks about grace versus nature. And I think that basically every single thing we see in the movie is either a symbol of grace or nature. The mm-hmm. two greatest examples of this, Mr. O'Brien being nature, mm-hmm. her being grace, Mrs. O'Brien being grace. Mm-hmm. She says that grace doesn't try to please itself accepts being slighted, forgotten, disliked, accepts insults and injuries. Nature only wants to please itself, gets others to please it too likes to lord it over them to have its own way. It finds reasons to be unhappy when all the world is shining around it. I, I think that it, it's not hard to kind of immediately recognize that those are the two staples of the film. Mm-hmm. And I think that you see this when, like, Mrs. O'Brien, she's, she's never, like around a nature. Mr. O'Brien is usually always working with his hands on the ground. He's in the garden. He's in dirt. Mm-hmm. That's representing nature. Mrs. O'Brien is usually standing up. She ascends in the one scene, representing – that That could be representing a lot of things. That but is cool. I feel like that that is representing nature and kind of – I didn't notice that, yeah. And kind of a grace of – There is, of is a lot of elevating. symbolism. Elevating. That yeah. could also be how how uh, uh, Jack views – like his mom and how like she's kind of elevating over the father and Mm -hmm. he, he has more and he just loves her more positive connotations around that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like that, because I think that you were saying that like, it's kind of, um, simple to have like, and like stereotypical to have like Mr. O'Brien just be kind of stern and and stuff, but it felt
0: little mailed in.
2: in. In one, in one, in one right, I think that that's probably how Malik grew up. I mean,
0: yeah, I was just going to say it felt like a little cliche, like nuclear American family where like the dad is like abusive and the mom is like, I don't know.
2: But that, that kind of goes back yeah. to like if, that's, if that was Malik's sort of life enabling. growing up and yep. that was his experience, mm-hmm. then if it's cliche, it's cliche, but if he's writing his story... You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not yeah, like, that's true. That shouldn't be a cop out for everything. That's not one what I'm saying. Of,
1: but one of my favorite scenes in tree of life is, um, I don't remember like where this falls exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's right after there's a big fight at like when they're eating breakfast one morning uh-huh. and it's like later that afternoon and Jack's on a walk and he's walking past a house that has an, op- that has like all the windows open and he's watching, uh, a husband and uh and think. a wife like have a really bad fight that was probably worse than the one that his mom and dad were having earlier in the day and see so yeah i you know i've like yeah you could say that the like brad pitt's character is cliche but i really loved how they like portrayed their relationship and the stuff like where he like really wanted to be like a musician but sort of like that was cool is like swept up in the you know like sort of the nine to five, The yeah, that, night, the night, the night, the nineteen. 19- he's swept life. up in that nineteen fifties factory economy mm-hmm. and is not really able to at the plant. Yeah, he's at the plant. He's not really able to make bangers, so he's just kind of bitter. Yeah, and doesn't want his son to fall in the same trap. But he only uses FL on his free time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> he's got a he's got a YouTube channel where he makes trap beats. I like. Yeah. I for me, there's nothing really to complain about like from a technical or like how Malik presented Stuff in Tree of Life because mm-hmm. I respect it highly. I think for me, I struggle with patience in film sometimes, and this is the ultimate test. This is a litmus yeah. test for patience, and yeah. some parts I was really into it, and there's a lot of segments where I feel like there's so little happening from scene to scene. Because there's moment, there's fragments like that, like the fight scene and him walking mm-hmm. past the family's house that I'm like really into it. And then there's other segments where I feel like it's just him and his friends sitting there doing nothing forever. And I'm... It's all, like, it's almost I, like a
2: documentary kind of. It is. Yep. And it is documentary-esque. It is and documentary-esque.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the movies just him sitting there with his friends like during that section and... I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I mean, I I could see that if you if you don't kind of like get enveloped by it, or if that doesn't work for you, you're not gonna like most of the movie, because that's a a lot of the movie is just kind of documenting what is going around or what's happening, and that's that's Malick's filming style. He he doesn't write scripts, or he hasn't for for his later movies. That would check out. Yeah, I I mean, there's they basically wrote the script day of they filmed. Oh. It was Man, very is that true. It was basically, yeah. It's very cinema verite where they you could count all the lines of dialogue on one hand. Yeah. There's like, <laughs> yeah, he's basically just telling them, Hey, you should kind of do this. Let's film it and see what happens. I really like the cinema verite style of it. That's not going to work for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just, and that's it's a big risk to take. That's another yeah, reason that's for sure. why I like yeah. it. That's that's an I was telling you this the other day, but. Roger Ebert was saying in his review that the only other film I've seen with this boldness of vision is Kubrick's 2001, and it lacked Malick's fierce evocation of human feeling. Hmm. And then he, he goes on and talks about how Tree of Life's like one of his 10 favorite movies, which obviously I agree with him, but.
0: It's interesting how he talks about, um, what did you say about the humanity of 2001? It,
2: it, it lacked Malick's fierce evocation of human feeling. The fierce
0: evocation of human feeling. That's ironic that um to say that about human uh two thousand and one because two thousand one is about artificial intelligence and the lack of human feeling. I mean I think he's just saying but I'm saying no, I'm saying, I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying the dude is like who's who's trying to stop Hal? Forgive me. Uh is it what's his name? John? Uh Dave. Dave, Dave. Dave is like <laughs> the what 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 do you call it? The um he's like
2: He's representative of, of like humanity. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah like, he is. He, he he is. He's the embodiment of. He is humans. Yes, yes. exactly.
1: Uh, that word's gonna come to me. I'm very mad that I haven't. Okay. Yeah. I think Roger Eber's just saying like Tree of Life is strictly about feeling.
2: It, it's it's. He's it, the vanguard. It's about uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Is that that the word? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. But no, I think Malik is saying that. Very. I mean, 2001 is strictly agnostic. Kubrick talked a lot about that. Mm -hmm. He's, Kubrick's agnostic. Mm -hmm. He made, I mean, that's where you see the similarities of Tree of Life in 2001 coming into play, not only from a technical side, but I think a little bit from a narrative side because 2001 is, is experimenting with kind of existentialism. Is mm-hmm. there anything out there? The creation of the world? Mm-hmm. What's next? What's the future? Baby. And I think... <laughs> uh, big baby. I think that... Boss uh, baby. Th- <laughs> Hans okay, Zimmer? Now I like where this is going. Hans Zimmer? <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think Ebert's saying that that's lacking kind of a humanistic view or it's lacking a religious kind of standpoint. From like, is there... Is there a soul? Is there something else? Yeah, like inside me, and that um, and Tree of Life is kind of the antithesis of that. Hmm.
0: Jacob, what
1: do you think? Yeah, that.
2: Well, that. I mean, you haven't
1: you haven't seen 2001, have you? I actually, yeah, I haven't seen 2001. No, no, it's that, much like, generally, like generally about like. Oh, okay. Generally about. Dot, dot, dot. Oh no! Yeah. Just like what I uh, don't. I don't know. Just thoughts about the the film. I don't know, like. I have sort of, I was sort of talking about earlier, like, I'm, like, I really like the relationship with, with, um, the dad and even the mom, like, there's a great sequence where he goes on a business trip Yeah. and for the first time in a while, like, the mom is able to just kind of, like, be herself loose, Yeah. and just, like, let things go and, like, that was really cool. That was a good scene. Unfortunately for me, I feel like a lot of that stuff showed up. You're the front half of the film, mm-hmm. and when a lot, because like a lot of the later half of the film is sort of the um, rebellious teenage years. Oh yeah, no, it definitely. Begins and dur- after during during this, you know, if you can call it an arc, during this arc of the movie, which takes up so long, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm left to you. I'm left snoozing, and then it sort so of it sort of immediately jumps from that to. The afterlife, mm-hmm. and See, that, him, that's
2: him going the way of nature, yeah. But like I it's, it's kind of obvious. That I
1: agree that the the younger years are
0: far more compelling than the I think they're years. more
2: touching. But I think, from if you're talking from a narrative standpoint and you want something to grasp onto that's symbolic, the adolescent years are way more important. He starts going the way of nature, he starts stealing, he starts blowing up frogs, whatever, all this other stuff. When I say grasp, I mean like
1: for me, like be invested. Okay. I think that's the word I'm looking for yeah. that like I'm having a hard time getting invested okay. in the film yes.
2: I just think it's very important from a character standpoint that we see that stuff
0: I mean there can be a film as dry as a bone and it can have all the
2: symbolism in the world and i, I probably will not enjoy it look I mean yeah that's fair i i'm just I'm just saying in Malik's defense it he's trying to say something, yeah it's. He does uh, No, he you, you don't I think would, he's trying to say anything. I, I prefer no, he to enjoy what
0: I'm watching while I oh, listen to a director say something.
2: Okay, that's that's understandable. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm going to watch Stalker or Persona or Andrei Rublev and enjoy the whole three and a half hours. That's
0: fair. That's fair. Like,
2: uh, you know what I mean? I think yeah. when you start getting into, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend Tree of Life too much, but I think mm. when you start trying to get into really high art mm-hmm. in any medium, you're going to lose a little bit of enjoyment. That's I, just my personal feeling. I feel like really? that's an I feel like that's an <laughs> interesting
1: discussion about like symbolism and how much like that makes something like good or worthwhile because I don't know it can really enhance something uh-huh. and like it can really um, like,
2: yeah it can bog it down
1: it it can yeah. either bog it down and really rise it up and then there's sometimes where like the thing is so like poignant itself that the symbolism is almost like an afterthought and i mean there's Mm -hmm. yeah there's a good video on this um by thomas flight where he sort of talks Mm -hmm. about symbolism and he made a where he like sort of he made a video that was about like irishman and the good and the good fellas and he was like oh well like there's all the like all these symbolism comparisons and like look at how he did this shot similarly and Martin Scorsese in the DVD commentary was like I saw some guy like on the internet say that this was like good yeah. he was like he's like this is not true he's like I did it just because it looks good and then <laughs> that sounded th- more like David Lynch than Martin yeah, Scorsese yeah. Yeah. and then the, yeah and then there's like <laughs> Then there's I so ever we about. So, <laughs> <no. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then there's there's sometimes where Greatest it's like David Lynch moment. <laughs> there's sometimes where it's like okay like are we so like are we just like too lost in the sauce where there's like yes. there's like nothing even to look for and then you look at someone like <laughs> Noah like he talks about later in the video like Noah bombach with marriage story where like during the argument about scene like Noah there's like a very strate- <laughs> there's this very strategically placed apple juice thing uh-huh, to yeah. like symbolize like Henry and like how they're like neglecting him and yeah. it's like who would even see, like think like about stuff that like that but that's and like, just
2: like uh,
1: wait what's the in? Marriage Story A Marriage oh, okay. marriage Story you know the argument scene in Marriage yeah, Story yeah. there's an apple juice box that is like very much in the frame mm-hmm. and Noah Bombbach in like a video of Vanity Fair it was like the apple it's like the apple juice <laughs> like represents <laughs> right, their the son that they're just ignoring yeah, yeah no but exactly see, that's so deep uh,
2: see <laughs> I, think, I think that we are very easy to kind of degrade high art symbolism in modern day film than we are to someone like Hitchcock
0: that was like sixty years ago, or Bergman, I think,
2: or Tarkovsky. I, I think both you of your both
0: of your points about how we interpret high art are great. I, I agree with both. Um, I think one high high
1: art that can wait. Can I say was, Can I say something yeah. real quick? We're going. I think <laughs> I no, think, I like yeah, this though. I but this like this. Is, I, this I mean, it's, Tree of Life kind of encompasses like this in general.
2: I think this is a very important discussion. And there's not I much have. to. I mean,
1: yeah. there there is a lot to talk about the film,
0: but really, like, I I feel like the more
1: important discussion
2: lies. I think, lies well, yeah, in I it. think yeah. Yeah. the point there, that, there is no plot. The point I've that I'm that.
1: the point that's that I'm trying, trying to get at nice. is like symbolism can really like give something a lot of life or really bog it down. But for me personally, I feel like something has has to be good like on its own to like where. I don't even have to think about symbolism, and it'd still be a good movie. I mean, look at Parasite. That movie is chock full of symbolism that's about <clears throat> our modern day society. You could show Parasite to anyone who mm-hmm. does not want to think about something like that, and they will still love the movie because it's that good. Yes, or like, Tree, yes. Tree of Life. Uh, you can't. You can't like just sit down and be like, "I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one." Yeah, yeah. in the that's same way, I, and there
2: are there are certain directors that are really good. With that, mm-hmm. they teeter the line of enjoyment and like, t- like knowledge. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to phrase that, but I'd go say, ahead, ahead. yeah,
0: well, I'm going to say this quickly really quick and I'm going to get back to my point with persona. I'd say 80% of the symbolism in that film flew right over my head. Mm-hmm. That said, I think it's brilliant mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to. Well, that's why you, you have multiple viewings. That's why yeah, exactly. you read literature around that, the body of art the body of art <clears throat> and um i mean that that's really where like that's when you grow to love a piece of yeah art is is like not usually after the first viewing but in the yeah. subsequent viewings and in the research like in the how it like moves you and how yeah. how you think about it sort of just throughout your day-to-day life
2: and i'm not trying to say that i understood it a lick of the symbolism in the yeah. Tree of Life—the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. That's not why I liked it. I want to make that clear. That's not why. I liked But what it.
1: was it like your first time, Tree of Life? I mean, you said it was like powerful, but like I don't
2: know. I, I was just blown away by the by like Lubeski's cinematography. I, I I don't. Oh, he's a, so good. Like you know, I think he's the best living <laughs> DP, definitely. I th- I mean Hoyt. Hoyt? Yeah. Hoyt okay. too, yeah. definitely. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess Deakins is living, so yeah. I want to like. He's still kind of Top three. Too, I, so yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Birdman and the Revenant are like some of my favorite movies. So yeah. when I saw like similar like Lynn's techniques in Tree of Life, I was, I was geeking. There
2: were two takeaways when I first watched Tree of Life. Three, I loved the spirituality of it. Mm. That's just a film that's yeah. going to like work Speak on me. Yeah. yeah. And I also related to it a lot. Mm. I have two brothers. Two, blown away by the cinematography. <laughs> uh, thirdly, we're thinking hard. Thirdly, I think that. The, the like, almost the, the like Ebert says the boldness of it, which it's it's not gonna work on everyone. It doesn't have to work, but, dude, literally just went balls to the wall on this. Yeah, there is no holding back, and mm-hmm. I love that it's it's different than every other piece of art, every other piece of film that I've ever seen. Yeah, there's nothing you can really compare it to.
1: Mm-hmm. Nope,
2: I think that that speaks volumes about the kind of originality to it. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, to so your point about high art, um, you you said that we often, or we we at a certain point, you sacrifice enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to. Certainly. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering, is there is there a barrier to entry at where we're at, and through exposure, we break through that and we just immediately enjoy it and appreciate it for what it is, or is there always sort of like. A little twinge of ah, this is kind of weird. I don't know how much I love it, but I'm just gonna say it's great because it's high art, and it can still be great. I, it can still be amazing. Yes. But I think I think I think we grant passes for for stuff that is high art in the in the name of it being like high art. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yes. But I think that it kind of goes the other way too. If I had watched this film or Mahal Drive or Stalker, mm-hmm. something like that, ten years ago, I would have hated it. Yeah, I wouldn't have said, ooh, this is weird. This seems like high art. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do think that – I think this goes back to the core of what art's purpose is. I feel like my personal subjective view of art is there's two reasons for art, enjoyment and informative, I guess. Yeah. Um, and those, those can <clears throat> intermingle a lot, as in Parasite – And a lot of other movies. But I think something like Tenet, I don't really know if that's high art. What 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 are we learning from Tenet? Not much. No. Tenet's not high art. Very enjoyable, though. Something like The Tree of Life, I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I guess most people don't. But I think that you can learn a lot and you can really dig through it. And watch it ten mm-hmm. different times, and still not know what everything means. And I think that th- means a lot to me. That
0: discussion's even more interesting when you compare it to different mediums of art. Um, I immediately my mind goes to Schoenberg, right? Twelve tone music. Mm-hmm. Um, it is that is the the epitome of high art within musical spheres. And and in during that time, there was uh, like the nineteen twenties and thirties. There was a like. Uh, an importance placed on the intellectual side of music. Yeah. And so it was, I mean, it was equation based basically, and you could serialize almost every aspect of the music ranging from pitches you used to dynamics to articulations. Mm -hmm. You could like, it was just obscured to the nth degree. It's not fun to listen to. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think,
2: but yeah, it's still classified as high art. Mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say is does a piece of art have to be good do you does it do you have to enjoy it to deem it well-made or good or high art i want to backtrack really quick the the hyper serialized was boulez just just to
0: make sure okay. i i like okay. schoenberg stuff i like okay. <laughs> per- <laughs> uh excuse me pearl lunaire uh-huh. is, is fire that okay. um and i, I think that's 12 tone so um,
2: I, I don't really know what this is, but <laughs> it's just we're, we're talking. We're yes, talking, yeah, I, I get the twelve tone stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying,
0: but I, and I'm saying that I do enjoy it. It's great, but like okay, when you get but, into the the super heady stuff, yeah, like yeah. something
2: like John Cage, four thirty three. Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, is yeah. that enjoyable? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just science. Is it supposed to be enjoyable? That's that's I, I don't know. These yeah. are questions that I don't know if we can answer. But is something like. Andre Rublev is maybe the best movie ever made. Yeah. Do I enjoy all of it? First hour is really slow. Exactly. First hour is so a you know bit what I drag. mean. I don't think. I think it's a little bit. It, it's almost a little naive to say I didn't enjoy this. This isn't good, and mm-hmm. you don't want to go on the flip side either. No. Obviously, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying that, but. I I just don't. I don't think something has to be enjoyable for every waking second for it to be good. I completely agree. That's, that's just my personal feeling.
0: I I agree. I just I don't think Tree of Life is there for me. Like yeah, no, I'm not saying said, this yeah. is just mm-hmm. art in general. Now okay, I don't. We're yeah. not talking about Tree okay. of Life
2: because gotcha. I'm not. I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we do we want to talk about the creation stuff real quick? Yeah, let's hit on it. Okay.
1: So <laughs> the Aquarium IMAX. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know you didn't like it. Uh, you didn't either. I don't think. Um, I think it's fast. It was
1: I I didn't. Ethan really didn't. You just seem to not really like it. I think it was, <laughs> like I I sort of agree with Ethan that it felt kind of weird. Like within jump, the like,
0: context of the film, I struggle with it. See, but I think I think it's fanta- I think it's an awesome idea. Removed of the context, if it was just that, I'd be like, yes, this is so cool. Yeah. It's just it feels too much when you're talking
1: about Jack's character. I don't feel like there's enough depth in him for like it just. You're not like that deep into the movie yet for that to really like be like whoa you're yeah and just we kinda, don't know you're... Jack that
0: well so like, it's it's not about Jack though I understand it's about like. The collective of. Life basically and and living okay. beings, it was is I mean, that what you think it's about
2: I'm just curious. It, well yeah yeah I mean like what, Jack, like what do you think the big takeaway is I maybe this is too early to ask that question but. The big takeaway I don't know if there's a good answer to this question either, because I don't know what I would say. I mean honestly. it's
0: literally it's literally about the experience of life and mm-hmm. Jack is just a vessel for the viewer to To kinda of latch on yeah, to, to, okay. to 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 see. Um, yeah, the the tree of life, the the thing that I love about it is that it made me like consider life from all aspects beyond just like humanity i was like oh man like you know animals and just yeah. any anything really i was i was yeah. like there is so much life just on this planet and it is yeah. like such an anomaly um that we know of <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah i don't know where i was doing that
1: i thought the creation sequence was like fine um i wasn't there it didn't go on for like too long in my opinion I, I, and it has some of the best imagery and some of the best like it looks cinematography amazing. and imagery in the whole movie so like every other shot i was like saying out loud like wow mm-hmm. yeah
2: but i've i've talked about this a lot this is something that i learned like in film class and this is something we talked about on about with decalogue one is first and last image mm-hmm. the first thing we see is some sort of a quote from Job. okay yeah Chapter 38, verses 4 and 7. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. I think it all goes back to Job, obviously. I think the quote does help tie in the creation scene. Yeah, you're right. I, I think that that Job details the creation of the earth. Yeah. Job talks yep. about yep. a Leviathan. Yeah. I, I think that it's, it's it's very hard to contextualize, but... I think it could have been shorter it's only 20 minutes <laughs> the creation scene yes that's way too long that's it's it's a two and a half hour movie uh, 20 minutes is not that long in a two and a half hour movie that D- is, i'm just being blunt I, I don't think 20 detour. i don't think 20 minutes is that's that long. an entire episode of
0: like it's always sunny. It's always sunny. I was gonna say, it's, or like Phineas and <laughs> I Ferb. I mean, but, you, but if <laughs> that's the, like two episodes of Phineas and Ferb because they do like twelve or eleven minute episodes.
2: Yeah, bro. If the movie is about the whole of creation and God's role in that, if Phineas... how are you not gonna spend? How are you gonna spend two minutes on the creation of the earth? You have to. De- you have to see every form of life and how that comes into. Existence.
0: If Doctor Doofenshmirtz can (laughs) trap and free and lose Perry the Platypus two times before the creation ends, it's too long. That's how I measure things, like in general.
2: So, if an
0: entire half of college basketball can be played in the time, okay, but (laughs) okay, but the first, okay, you all were first.
2: At first, you all were saying that you didn't understand why it's in, and now you're saying it's it's too long. I don't so anyway
1: bada bing, do, you, bada uh, do you
2: understand like do you have a problem with it being in the movie or do you have a problem with it being too long both okay well no no no. no. i think the job thing no 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 is okay. without with, a doubt with job, gives a, a structure I'm gonna, for it the I'm gonna walk it back
0: i'm gonna walk it back with job it is acceptable in the movie okay it could be condensed
2: okay it's it could be a very, lot more concise the
0: film could be more concise very
2: hard to condense the creation of the earth that's that's. I a, mean, that's a M- Malik
0: did it in twenty minutes. I'd say that's condensing it. I mean, what, exactly. He's how already many billion years
2: it? old what, is the universe? Like, I don't, I don't understand. In a two and a half hour movie, if you have a creation of the Earth sequence that you've been working on for ten years, I don't understand why you would make it two minutes or something.
1: Why do you make? Why do you make them graphics on the PS2, bro? Yeah,
2: I was <laughs> kidding. Well, the I mean, it, it is like, it's twelve years old. I think it holds up pretty well. I'm not gonna sit here and defend the dinosaurs and stuff, but. It's very hard to it's, make a live-action Leviathan. It made you, me. Th- I mean, you have to do it in CGI. It,
1: it made me think of the 2000 Disney movie Dinosaur. That, okay, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's, uh, I okay, actually... Douglas Trumbull. I think I told you all this. He's worked on four movies in his life: visual effects, Tree of Life, Star Trek, Blade Runner, mm. 2001.
0: Wow, that's wild. I mean,
1: the thing is.
2: Also, the dinosaur sequence is a minute. And I really, and a half. I, I was gonna really say, I
1: really don't have a problem with the dinosaurs. Like, I really, I, I was honest, gonna say, I was I, gonna say, creation I mean, of Earth. It looks, it, it's. I'm able to, I'm able to like give it a pass, like honestly, and like you can, you know, usually they'll make up with lighting whenever the CGI is bad. That's like just a common mm-hmm. animation technique, and it's really it. I honestly enjoyed how weird the dinosaur models looked because the lighting on the dinosaurs were so dark that they were just like trying to cover up like how like janky it was Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and for me that was a little funny and I enjoyed it so the dinosaurs is good and I the creation sequence really not my big gripe with the movie I mean it was I understand why it was there and it was neat it was cool to look at I'm not sure if you know rewatch it. I'm sure if I saw that in the IMAX at the aquarium... You have a lot more pixels to look at. Yeah, that <laughs> now, that would be crazy. And then that change right mm-hmm. up there with the Penguin movie I saw last time. But like... <laughs> you know, <I> don't, <laughs> David Attenborough. What, what were you <laughs> going to say? Uh, I forget. I don't about know. the dinosaurs? What was I going
0: to say? I was just going to make a joke about the Scopes trial or something, you know.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I was like... When Malik brought the scopes trial into it, and you know, you know he was doing too much. I don't know, whatever. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I think it. I think. Uh, I think the juxtaposition of the creation of Earth and a little the, small the, family the in rural Texas. It what? The explosion of frogs. Yeah. Uh. And the tree uh, uh, of life. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if he's he sad, because, What if he's sad?
1: What if he's sad because he's a serial killer? Mm, that's like serial killer behavior. I'm just kidding. Like, I'd... he
2: should. He shouldn't have gone the way of nature, bro. That's all I'm saying.
0: What if? What if Tree of Life is a prequel to Joker?
1: Ooh. If you think about it, that movie took place in a society too, and the Earth had to be created as well.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there had to be dinosaurs before there
1: was Joker. <laughs> Walking, walking, walking. Phoenix would have played a <laughs> Do, great Jack because Matt, he looks lost T- in like Malik. every movie. If you are did.
2: listening, I sincerely apologize. Do you think
0: that verse of Job exists in the in the universe of Joker?
2: <laughs> Do you think <laughs> is Bible's yeah? Joker, universe? Joker is Job. Oh my gosh, <sighs> bro. Job, Job I, is the best book of the Bible. argue I, with the wall? Okay?
1: I mean, I I liked I liked the Job um, verse.
2: Well, I mean, someone dies, and you have to realize how to grieve. Welcome back to (laughs) WatchMojo.com. Top 10 Bible verses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm trying to say something.
1: Oh, we need that. (laughs) Compare compare this movie's um, connections to Job to something like A Serious Man by the Coen brothers. Yeah. Because I haven't seen that movie. It's
2: it, it's it shouldn't even be a discussion. It's I love the Colin brothers. That's their worst movie, and it's.
1: Um, I it, I really want to get around to it because it's I, just
2: not. It, I, I don't think it's very is, good. Is, retelling. is that
1: a hot take? I feel like it's a hot take. That, that, that that's just their it's worst not movie. That
2: good? I, it's a hot take that it's it's worst movie for sure. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's very good. Hmm. I think that people are a little lukewarm on it, but I wasn't sure if it was because I know I know some people that like it. It's so. hard to retell Job. Right. I mean, it's easy to be like, oh, someone died. How do you grieve? Yeah. And then you and then you fall into existentialism and why we exist. Mm-hmm. But it it is seriously hard to do that. So I I don't want to like degrade the Colin brothers or anything, but I think it's way better done here. I'm I think you the email them cool. and tell them what you said. <coughs> what? Colin brothers? I'm going to tell Malik what you all said. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> oh.
1: <clears throat> Terence, I do something called standing on business. <laughs> yeah. You heard everything I said, Mr. Malik. Yeah. yeah. Love you, bro. Oh.
2: No, I guess that's about it.
1: No. Whew. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
2: I I tried my to third defend it, my, but you know, I my, I didn't I didn't prevail. I didn't prevail. We shot the bolt. No, no, this no. This is no. bad. <laughs> I I no, I'd say this you so did a bad big, episode.
0: No, I'd say you did a very good job. Uh, what's really what's really funny is that um, I
2: just feel bad, bro. We shouldn't have even watched it. No. Like, no, dude. It's a tease, bro.
1: No. No, it was a good. It was a good discussion. Yeah, we just there's there's a lot. It was
2: interesting. All respects.
0: No, you can you
1: can never you can never really get to everything. In all seriousness, okay,
2: that's true.
0: All the respect to Terrence Malick for taking the creative risks that he did, because I agree with you. There's nothing else. There's another film like it.
2: It, it is like it's very
0: 2001 yes but. it's
2: it's hard to be vulnerable and then a lot of people are going to point at you and laugh a lot of people are going to boo at mm-hmm. the Which, at can yeah at can they got booed he got they it won the pondor and it got booed it got booed people walked out there's and, been there's been tons of stories about and
1: how, uh de niro was the head of the jury and like he announced the winner and i'm trying to read the thing read his quote he said it won it won Palme d'Or because it quote had the size, the importance, the intention, whatever you want to call it. Does that mean he didn't like it? I don't know. I don't know.
2: But most people at Cannes, I'm just, didn't I'm just like saying, it. like
1: he was the head of the jury, and it won, and he was just kind of like, it's certainly ambitious. It's a lot. Yeah. You
2: you know <laughs> you've done something when the high art people at Cannes are booing your film. That's okay. You know what one I mean. One more thing. One more like thing. Like, that this, reminds me. I think it's very ambitious.
0: Let's talk about. Let's talk about high art and uh, I want to ask if there's a necessity for us to be able to step back from that and if if high art necessitates like a gap of time before it's properly digested and interpreted within its cultural context. Can we recognize Not. high art as I don't know my immediate of the best, answer it's to the, better.
2: yeah my immediate answer to that is can you understand it to its max immediately absolutely not and i agree yeah no no I way i, I mean it's and so that
0: strengthens your argument for sure
2: yeah like uh, about like what about sitting on tree of life and yeah yeah, yeah for sure viewing for yeah, sure i mean i think
0: i mean and i there... might come back in 10 to 15 years and be like mason you were right about yeah. Tree of life that's the greatest film i ever mean made. hopefully yeah
1: <laughs> I
2: mean and I'm open to that. I want that with Tenet too, Jacob.
1: <laughs> I'm open. We'll get there. I want everything. Yeah, we'll um, get there. But I'd, I think I do want to rewatch Tree of Life. Now there like are movies like Amazing Spider-Man 2 where you just know <laughs> it's perfect off the get-go. <laughs> yes.
2: No, yeah. there are movies like Andra Rublev or Parasite where you might not fully understand it, but you have to be like, yeah, that's it. Like mm. that is it. Like that's just a I I good... don't think Tree of Life is like that. It's not like mm. Lahen. You're not going to bow down before <sighs> it immediately, even though if you watch Lahen, if you watch so it, you're not good. gonna understand it after one viewing. You're not. You're not gonna understand it to its max. I've seen it three times. I don't understand all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's we, that's a great and, thing about great movies, and, so and, it's, and it's because it.
1: those movies, like, those are like like the stories themselves are just so tight Jacob that yeah. they that they like but then Tree of Life is just so abstract. I yes. cannot wait yeah. to watch Lahen with you. Dude, I it know is, after it is, after after all the fuss better, See that's better, that's better, what I'm trying to be get at. It.
2: That's the biggest proponent I uh, like I have for Tree of Life is I feel like Malik could have played it safe and made a movie more straight kind of like a 2001 that's more traditional and everyone would have been like, "Oh my gosh." No one would have been booing it at Cannes.
0: I feel like Two thousand one is the exact opposite of traditional, especially well, when you consider it within the yeah, context but, of when
1: okay. it was. I mean, he, what sixty eight? Not all. The, not all. Well, of maybe not.
2: Ex- two thousand one's not a good example. Not, maybe I don't know. Not all of his True. movies
1: yeah. are like Tree of Life, right? I mean, no. not like no,
2: not like kind of self indulgent. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thin, the, the thin scale red line probably not right. Well, the scale's not no, as large. Yeah, the thin red line is a classic war movie with existentialism in it, but it it doesn't have weird editing. It doesn't. It's it's, linear. it's not abstract. It's not really abstract. No, okay. not at
0: all. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I was wonder, curious. I wonder if there's any visual art that inspired Tree of Life, because there's oh, ab- sure, I girl. mean, <laughs> uh, because music is often inspired by visual art. And you, you, you know, granted, the impressionist period wasn't inspired by. I and I could be wrong on this, but I don't believe the impressionist period. And music was inspired by the impressionist paintings. Mm-hmm. I think they were just likened to it because the colors and textures, the the vagueness of like the harmonies mm-hmm. and the tonal centers were uh, similar to that of like yeah. the vagueness of the picture. So, um, conversely, I don't know if Malik saw anything visually and decided to base it off of that.
2: I I know that he he was inspired by the Bible I know he was inspired by Dostoevsky I know he's, mm-hmm. he was inspired by St. Augustine's Confessions but that's all literature yeah. so I, yeah visual I, I'd love to look visual into that art. I don't know
0: yeah if if that is even a thing I'm sure it is for cinematographers but like for directors yes. if, they, I'm sure if visual art moves them it. and then they're yeah. like oh I know how I want to shoot my film.
2: Also, obviously, classical music. He's a huge classical music fan, mm-hmm. so that's why it's riddled, all the
0: needle drops are great,
2: riddled throughout. Yeah, yeah I think the so music good. is amazing. The some of the cues are done by the longtime composer for Kieslowski, the guy that did Decalogue One. Mm. Fun fact. That's cool. Yeah, Coo-doo. yeah, the, the <laughs> little flute.
1: <laughs> I don't even know the melody. True Life really does have one of the best uh, Criterion covers. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. FYI, sad really note. Good crazy much better than the dvd yeah. i own
2: oh yeah that cover is awful
1: it's whatever i guess not the <laughs> worst okay
2: not the worst one I've ever. so
1: heard. i want to wrap up
0: this discussion yeah i think i think we're good it with a question
2: oh my it's about high art yes <laughs> is it actually <laughs> yes
0: no i'm gonna i'm gonna ask each of us to make one prediction about um Something that we view as higher, preferably in the medium of film, that is going to be like lauded as—I don't know—the gold standard in 20 years. Oh,
2: that's interesting. So, so uh, let let me get my letterbox yeah. open. like from here. We can we, like if there's, there's too certain, much dead air, we can
0: there's cut certain, it.
1: But certain certain uh,
0: no parameters year, no parameters. No, well, just, okay. Well, let's say, let's say in
2: 50 years.
0: No, let's say but it like had to be made the last since like five 2000, years. 2010 is that fair?
2: Oh yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's good. I uh, dude, I've got one immediately off the
1: cuff. I mean, I'll say this: this is not this is pre 2010, but do the right thing. I think that movie is better yeah. now than it was in '89. It already has. Jacob, if yeah. you
0: like, do the right thing. I've got Bro, a little something see, for you. Yeah, I hope here. you like Lahenn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're gonna feel the pain that I felt with this <laughs> if you don't like Lahenn.
0: Oh no, Jacob's gonna think Lehen's the greatest film ever made. Uh,
2: yeah, I think it's very. It would be. You would be very hard pressed to find really anything wrong with LaHan. It is. I've studied. It is I've studied. Thrilling. <laughs> that that bathroom scene. I think about yeah, it all the time. That is one of the best scenes of ever, ever, ever.
0: The ending. <laughs> that's not maybe the greatest. either. <laughs> I mean, you have Andre Rublev, and then you have LaHan, Like the
1: top two. Hey,
2: everyone out there, go watch LaHan. Yeah. I
1: clarify the question again. Like,
0: just okay, pick a movie past ten years that is going to be a classic. Um, it, within the high art realm. So it's not just like it's a classic. I mean, you can't...
1: Within the high art realm. You can't mean, say Infinity War, you know? I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm, people will... I mean, would love to see a case for that, but... I mean, I'm saying like Tar for sure. <laughs> I, that was That's my pick. That was my pick. first
2: movie that came no, about like Tar. the first the Really? First, yes. the first, yes. Were we all on the same page? Because I was... <laughs> yeah, Tar was my pick. I've got some other ones. Well, okay. my
1: personal favorite, I mean... I think I I'll never. Say. I'll never show up about. It. I mean, it's parasite. I mean, I mentioned. Oh, parasite, before, yeah. portrait of a lady on fire. That's what I was going to yeah. say too. I, I, parasite, I parasite, say parasite portrait of a lady on fire, and tar. In my opinion, like the and past lives definitely are like the best.
0: Like, I don't know no. about past lives. I think that <laughs> yeah. might. I'm
1: not I sure.
2: Age great. I can't speak on past lives.
1: I think it'll age just, great. I'm I'm I just looking, don't. I'm think, looking. I'm looking at what I watched recently, so I don't know. But like, I'm just saying. I don't think the high art. Like, I don't
0: think there's enough art, tourist substance in it. Does that make sense?
2: I haven't seen it, but it, that does make sense. Yes, it's it, not it's, high art enough. It's not. No, I've and that sounds that pretentious. Yeah, no, I've kind of heard that it's like that.
0: Narratively, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But
2: it doesn't take enough. It is extremely. It like,
0: is, is. it? It's extremely approachable. Anybody can watch past. I've lives. heard it's kind of safe. It is safe. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah that's that's.
1: I, I'm just. I'm. I. Really... I think
0: Tar is the pick. I think that the final scene
1: is gonna date it. <laughs> it's gonna be no, yeah, them, yeah a little i don't bit. think it's yeah. gonna date i think people are gonna be like dissecting the ending of tar like forever
2: see what does the end of tree of life mean i'm just kidding <laughs> i do want to uh maybe get out i feel like we maybe i'm yeah, not fully sold on that but it that is high art enoughy high art uh, enough that that doesn't make sense <laughs> you I heard enough. enough, you. You. <laughs> I heard enough you. <laughs> Jordan Peele put his whole. <laughs> <laughs> <Enough laughs> easy. <clears throat> Do you believe in God? <laughs> we went from that to that. Um, another one, Uncut Gems. Oh, <laughs> definitely, so definitely, definitely. Okay, okay, gems. hold on. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So
0: I, I, I saw Uncut Gems <laughs> on my list, and I was thinking yeah. that film is nearly perfect now I don't know I don't know if there's enough like is there enough auteur style within the Safdie Brothers direction to, to classify it as high art yes
2: See, I definitely think I think there's a I think there's a lot more in Uncut Gems than people give it credit for. It's uh, not just this anxiety riddled story. I think there's a lot going on though. Okay,
1: that. so because
2: un- Uncut Gems, it was Tar
1: and Uncut Gems for me, honestly.
2: Yeah, yeah, I definitely,
1: definitely Uncut Tar. Gems. I mean, yeah. for me, Tar, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Parasite, and yeah. Moonlight. Moonlight is mm-hmm. very, very. Oh, yeah, I gotta watch Moonlight. Mo- Moonlight is yet, very Tory, I feel like if I feel Bill Street like can one, talk. It's a good one. Yeah, and I, I feel like Moonlight easily fits the bill. Um.
2: Yeah, uh, another good answer. Phantom Thread.
1: Phantom Thread. I was looking yes. at Phantom Thread too. I think that yeah. could
2: age exquisitely. I think, I think that is.
1: I think that's already cemented as a classic. It just feels. It it's feels so timeless. Good. I yeah. be, so you good. could have told me that movie dropped in like yeah. 1950. I mean, not really because the way it looks and modern technology, but like that could have been, that story could have been told. That film is incredible. Yeah. It could have been told at any point. I I love the
2: questions and then I just get movies. I love that. We need to do a Q
1: and A. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Wait, I feel like I had one more. Uh, um, Honestly.
2: Her. I'm
1: just kidding. What? I said Her.
2: (laughs) I do not like yeah, her but, I'm just gonna air that out um, uh, no. I, I'm not the biggest I'm not the biggest PTA fan but I think basically any PTA could like I could go back on PTA in 50 years and be like oh yeah he had it like it, he was the guy oh I think he,
1: I think he Scott Pilgrim it. being studied yeah. Oh, oh yeah goodness. it will be <laughs>
2: yeah oh good see it this is be. where it the world has come to it took him 32 takes
0: to... <laughs> yeah
1: no it took it took them um, like a hundred takes for him to land the um, the box in the trash can yeah, I yeah.
0: I saw that the other bloopers day. like literally yesterday. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, I
2: I enjoy Tree of Life more than Scott Pilgrim. I'm just gonna say that right now. Oh, ain't end no it way. on that. <laughs> 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 I
1: just want to get the
2: blood boiling a little bit.
1: <laughs> is there a vegan in Tree of Life? <laughs> is there with mystical powers?
2: Yes, the the dinosaur.
0: <sighs> You're right. Well, we don't know if they were omnivorous. <laughs> yeah.
2: That is a good point. Okay, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for my dinosaur friends. I'll
1: mm-hmm. just. Yeah, um, it doesn't have the greatest actor. Or, Lucas, or it doesn't have the greatest actor, <laughs> Lucas Lee. I'm going for the Oscar this year.
2: <laughs> hey, Chris Evans, man. Go job. my Winnie.
1: Him. Yeah, go blaze with Winnie. Oh, that's that is a
2: great line. That's a great line.
1: Man. Okay. Okay.
0: Was, yeah, longer discussion, but
2: whew. that was heavy. Um,
0: <laughs> do we want to just like? I don't know I'm down to do a and a I don't know we could probably do one over break
1: just like a like we did Thanksgiving it, break or we mentioned we break. mentioned doing yeah. we did mention doing uh, for those listening who stuck with us all the way through mm. the next episode killer question yeah. mark maybe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely so, yeah, def- we yeah. need to watch that yeah let's so, do it I'm we're, like itching to watch it <laughs> yeah I'm I may have taken a little sneak peek on Netflix the other day, and I was like, just for like, no. for like thirty <laughs> seconds, and I was, <laughs> like, Jacob. I was like, I was Jacob. like, I was like, it's kind of good. Jacob, it's kind of good. I was, good. Yeah, I was like, It's kind of
2: good. Can't even Hitman, you gotta love the Hitman movies. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's Fincher in his bag. bro. So I'm we'll telling you, probably it's
0: post good. on Instagram or something about it. But let, yeah, it'll be on us to make a, a a thing for y'all to respond to for some Q and A stuff. But. Mm. Um, that's a good idea. Let's let's try to do that. So, listeners, be thinking of a uh, some questions that you have. We're
1: also. I hope they're all don't like. Don't ask questions. me my favorite movie. Yeah. Q and A episode and another like more interactive episode that's down the pipeline for a few months, but we're going to do an Oscars reaction of some yeah, kind. That's so. Go and then should we talk about the season finale? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ba- Bachelor in Paradise,
2: maybe.
0: No, I wasn't. I was. Oh. I was thinking. I thought we were going to do season season finale was going to be a live reaction to Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh,
2: well, that like yeah. Live commentary. Okay, yeah. yeah, of We course. also have Bachelor in Paradise. We also have season have, I, review. Com- I think we, yeah, we, yeah.
0: W- we're wanting to do a season recap of Bachelor in Paradise. Mason and I have been watching, this... uh, keeping up. Jacob has not seen it yet, but we're trying to get him to uh,
2: get on the... Yeah, the I, have a, I, have extra, I have extra reason to jump film. on now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talk about high art. Bachelor in Paradise. Dude,
2: that is... That's rivaling Malik.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Dare oh. I say surpassing Malik. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a statement.
0: <laughs> he wishes, bro. He wishes. Hey, those B-roll uh, shots of the crab. <laughs> it's better than anything Malik ever did. That's creation it's right like there. the Each... same shot. It... Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well.
0: Folks, thank you so much for tuning was... in. Um, That's about all we got. Hope you enjoyed this discussion. Get ready for the Q&A. Um, killers next episode, hopefully. Yep. Any
1: any other closing comments?
2: Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. Be gobble gobble. Be be pondering your orb and thinking about um, existentialism. Yep. This, Someone this say holiday it. season. Someone say it. Someone say please.
2: it. Wait, I want to say one thing first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> please get. Please watch Tree of Life more than once. Okay. Someone say it. You roll got, that out, outro music. Roll that out, yeah. music. <laughs> I'm not just talking to you, but I'm just talking to you. I'm having a number of things to do. I'm not just talking to you.